what we believe is that everybody benefits, including someone like a Michael Jackson, from recording a song that they didn't write, just like Man in the Mirror. Michael Jackson didn't write that song. He was a, a multi-million selling artist, but he still went out and found that song. You're listening to Music Growth Talks, the podcast for musicpreneurs with Andrew Apanov. Hello everyone, I'm Andrew, this is Music Growth Talks, a podcast designed to help you grow your music career. This is episode number 153 if you want to look up the show notes at datatmusic.com. And my guest today is Jonathan Stone, a co-founder of the original songs marketplace called Rocket Songs. Really cool, interesting company. Jonathan has uh, a fascinating story. It's really cool. So I want to get straight to our interview. But before I do that, just a technical note that uh, this conversation is free from the COVID talk because we recorded it before the outbreak. And I hope you may appreciate it. I think there is enough people in every single industry, uh, music for sure, uh, out there uh, talking about the uh, virus, the uh, quarantine and so on. So don't get me wrong. We need to keep an eye on how the world is shaping around us. So this is very important. In fact, uh, we have a really cool guest post from Matt Bacon on music marketing uh, strategies during the quarantine. So check it out as well. And uh, definitely consider monitoring this space. It's just that I feel that um, I don't have to uh, talk about it too much on Music Growth Talks because it's already covered. So we will continue uh, uh, releasing new episodes talking about growth, uh, business, marketing strategies applicable to you at uh, any time pretty much during the crisis we all go through right now and uh, once it's all over hopefully so yeah if you have feedback on that though do let me know and i really hope that you enjoy my conversation with jonathan stone uh, once again check out the show notes at datamusic.com here we go jonathan welcome to music growth talks really excited to have you on the show well andrew it's, it's great to be here and it's it's been a while you and i connecting on your podcast and i, I look forward very much to telling you a little bit about what we do at Rocket Songs and and what I do and what my history is and I look yeah. forward to sharing all that information with your listeners. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been uh, a couple of years uh, since we first connected. So really cool to finally have this conversation. And yeah, before we talk about Rocket Songs, I, I definitely want to ask you quite a few things about what you do there and i'm sure that a lot of our listeners will be very interested in that project tell me a bit about how you came to the this this place of a co-founder of rocket songs because you've been involved in many other projects and your background your involvement in the music industry is quite fascinating so maybe a brief history of jonathan stone yeah it's um I'll do a short version of uh, <laughs> of the bio, but my whole family is basically in the music industry, has been in the music industry for, for a long, long time, and so primarily as music publishers and as musicians. So I started in the early 80s working as a music publisher and a song plugger in Nashville, Tennessee, and with a company, ATV Music, which is now Sony ATV. So that was my my beginnings, and um, 
was working down there, getting covers, pitching songs in the country music community. I then moved to Los Angeles and started working for MCA Universal Music. So that, once again, was as a director of creative services. And that was involved, and I was involved in and working with such uh, such writers and talent, some amazing talent as uh, Glenn Ballard, who later went on to discover and produce and co-write with Alanis Morissette, and produced Aerosmith, and produced Wilson Phillips, and he was one of my one of my writers, and we we worked very closely together, and and got had a lot of success getting covers for for Glenn and developing his career. And from there, in uh, nineteen around uh, 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 mid to late eighties, I started working for the the well-known Quincy Jones, the producer, and I was uh, in charge of running his production companies and his publishing companies. And in fact, I did A&R for the Michael Jackson records, for the Michael Jackson record, Bad. I helped, uh, I worked with uh, Quincy and Michael in song selection, helped develop the song, A Man in the Mirror, put those writers, put those writers together, Saida Garrett and Glenn Ballard, to co-write that song. And also, if anybody wanted to get a song, on a Michael Jackson record, they had to come and see me. So that was a very, and then I would take the song to Quincy and then Quincy would present it to Michael. And uh, most of the songs Michael wrote, of course. But, uh, so that was a very exciting time. So I was there for about three or four years in that time period, worked on James Ingram records, things like that. Also running the publishing company and also running his production company and developing young producers. So that was very exciting. And from there, I went to work for a new company called Windswept Pacific Entertainment. And that's really where I remained for the remainder of my, sort of the remainder of my corporate career. And ultimately, I became president of that company and uh, after, was there for 20 years. And we went on to become the largest music publishing company in the world, the largest independent music publishing company in the world. Uh, we signed and discovered such artists as Spice Girls, Bruno Mars, Kings of Leon, uh, you know, many writers such as, as, as Mike Elizondo and Bridget Beninate, and it just is a tremendous, uh, tremendous run we had there. At that point, Windswept Pacific was sold to BMG. I went to work for BMG for a few years and then went on to start my own publishing company uh, around uh, 2012 and had a hit with, uh, I had a hit with uh, a number one record with Fallout Boy as an independent publisher with a song called Centuries. So uh, it's been a great time. Around a little, uh, a few years after that, we decided to start uh, Rocket Songs and got the idea to create a place where people could come and find great original songs to record. Excellent. I mean, I'm I'm really glad that you shared that. This this is quite impressive. You you've worked with so many hits, so many amazing songwriters and artists, and uh, the fact that you've got these background in traditional music industry and you worked on such a high executive level at uh, all these companies and now you are focused on something serving the independent music community as well so this is really cool and and we yeah definitely are going to talk about rocket soon so yeah maybe we even do that right away because what you just mentioned will add additional context to what you do at rocket sons i think who is the primary target audience for the platform when you present it to someone who isn't familiar with uh, with Rocket Sons yet? Well, the primary audience at this point are singers and artists who could use 
an amazing song to record, a great song to record. So any artist that's preparing to go into the studio to make a record, to record a project, that's who our target is, which is virtually any anybody that's making a record. Now, a lot of artists will be writing their own songs. That's what a lot of artists do. That's what a lot of indie artists do. But what we believe is that everybody benefits, including someone like a Michael Jackson, from recording a song that they didn't write, just like Man in the Mirror. Michael Jackson didn't write that song, but and he was a, a multi-million selling artist, but he still went out and found that song. And it was an what's called an outside song that he just loved and put on his project. And it was a gigantic hit and maybe even may, maybe would have been maybe one of his signature songs on some level. So that's what we believe here is that everybody can use a great song. All of our songs are written by professionals. And so that's our primary audience. Our secondary audience and, and really it will probably become our primary audience is artists, is writers that want to get songs recorded. So if you want to get your song recorded, you can put your songs on Rocket Songs and hopefully artists maybe will come and record your song. So it's some sort of a collaboration platform. You can think about it as a collaboration platform even for it all happens through through you, but uh, you may think about it as not just, uh, you know, I will not write. So I'm not a writer of, of my own songs, but uh, it can be perceived as a creative collaboration of sorts. So for those who want to to put their songs up on the platform, how does the process look like? And what maybe a few words on the types of licenses you have for the songs? Yeah, the somebody would contact us. You would just simply contact us. Oh, there's there's a there's a link on the website and an email address, and you just would would reach out and say you're interested in getting your songs on our site and for recording by other artists. And then we'll walk you through the process. So that's all you do is you just reach out to our to the link on the homepage at the bottom of the page. And so that's how the process begins. I won't go into all of that now unless you want me to, but I mean, it's you, you, you'll get walked through the process. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that and, makes and sense. Then, um, and then there are a, a, there's a variety of products that we sell that we license and starting with a standard license all the way up to people. Some of our customers will come in and actually want to license the digital master files so that in effect they can have the ability to maneuver and manipulate the entire session and so and there's you know five or six different products in between there's a there's an exclusive license there's an instrumental expanded license that we call it and there's a wave license where you can get the the, the wave instrumental mix that is a little better quality and there's a, a variety of exclusives where you can Find a song that you like and you can put it on hold and take it off the site for a period of time while you're working on your project. But by default, one of the most common licenses that you offer is non-exclusive, right? Which doesn't mean that there may be several artists recording the same song from your platform. Yeah, that's exactly right. If you opt into the non-exclusive license, if you don't get the exclusive, then yes, you are recording a song that maybe other artists have recorded as well. but that's true of a lot of songs. There's a lot of songs that a lot of different people do their versions of. So that doesn't seem to pose much of a difficulty for most folks. You just find the song that you like and record it. And there may be other versions of that song out there, but if you get one of the songs that we just put up on the site and you put it on hold, then you can create this environment of being really exclusive for the song just being yours. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. And uh, I don't think it's uh, much of an issue, depending on the artist, I guess. Do you have any uh, interesting, cool case studies specifically with Rocket Sons? So of any particular collaborations or some big names that used the platform directly? Well, most of your big names that they're going to have, they're going to probably be working directly with major music publishers or major songwriters. So most of the people uh, that, you know, well-known artists such as a Bruno Mars or a Beyonce or, or somebody like that, or the chain smokers, they're going to have their kind of their own group. They're so advanced in the industry that, and they're so well connected that they're going to be, they're going to have their own camp of songwriters that are writing just for them, that are part of their group. And so those are the those folks aren't really necessarily going to be coming to Rocket Songs to try and find songs. They might. Some of the people that put their songs up on Rocket Songs are people that have worked with those folks. You know, we've got we've got people on our site who have worked with some of the biggest artists in the world. So, but most of our site, but our site is primarily services that the up and coming or the newer independent artist who doesn't really have access to the major publishers or the or has a way to reach out to those well-known songwriters yeah. and producers yeah no that that does make sense uh, and uh, i'm not so too worried about the a-list artists uh, they they've got it all handled and they have the teams and songwriters uh, that's true I, I i guess i was just curious from the perspective of songwriters for example who want to offer their work or their art on the platform if they what, what kind of expectations they may have so it's uh, they may treat it as a potential new income stream for them from what I see. And uh, the fact that you are serving these independent artist community, this is what we we are all about here. So this is amazing. I really appreciate that. So this is good. But just, you know, to set the expectations straight, what are some of the biggest misunderstandings that some of the artists or songwriters who come to you uh, have or what 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 area of music industry education is kind of you know lacking in when you speak to people who just discovered Rocket Sons? So what if is is there anything you would like to tell our listeners to you know recommend educating themselves at before reaching out to you? You mean as an artist or as a songwriter? Good question. I would start with uh, songwriters. Yeah. I think misunderstanding or expectations. I think that here, I think here is a very unique opportunity for two things to happen. One is to create some upfront licensing revenue on your catalog. So we charge a licensing fee to all of our artist members when they find a song that they like. There's an upfront licensing fee, and we charge that we we we, we charge charge them a fee to license the songs. All of that revenue is split 50-50 with our content partners. So there is a kind of a win-win in that even if you only get a few songs cut, you're making a little bit of money up front on your licensing revenue, your upfront licensing revenue. And then there is an expect or there's a, a possibility that the person who recorded your song might go off and have success with your track and create traditional royalty income, mechanical income, performance income, streaming income with the version of your song. So what most of our artists do is they come to the site, they find a song that they like, and they record it in their own facility. And they release it on YouTube, Spotify, CD Baby, whatever platform they decide, however they want to go. 
we've got deals in place with all those folks, and they hope that they have some level of success. Now, we all know that there's a lot of independent artists out there that are releasing a lot of product, and not all of them are successful, but everybody has different levels of success. So that's what an artist can expect is to find a, an amazing song. That's what we really hang our hat on, so to speak, is the quality of the material we have up on the site. If somebody goes to the site and starts listening to songs, you'll quickly see, which you've probably already done, the the quality of the material and the quality of the productions. It's it's the best that you will hear that you can license for something like this. And so that's the primary, those are the two things that you hope happen. And it's um, very inexpensive for the uh, to put the songs up on the site or to get the songs up on the site. And it's really a couple of licenses pays for your yearly fee if you get if we accept you to be a content partner. Right, right. Yeah, that 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 uh, sounds reasonable and makes sense. Uh, if uh, we are looking into the uh, master licenses available on the platform, what what are the primary genres that you've got up there? Yeah, the genres that that get the most activity are just exactly what you'd think, Andrew. Uh, pop, pop alternative, country, country pop, hip hop, and rock, which are all your big genres, right? And within those genres, there's tons and tons of sub sub genres that surround those those main those main genres. But those are the those are the uh, the top genres that we that we deal with. Pop is our number one for sure, and then yeah. I would say alternative pop is probably number two. Then I would say country is number three. Country pop is probably four. And then rock is, well, hip hop, I think would probably be five. And then rock would probably be six. And then there's, you know, we have a total of 20 genres, but we have lots of different, you know, we have holiday, right? Typical spiritual things that would be, have more of a religious overtone to them. And um, R&B, which would be a more traditional R&B kind of a song. So People go to the site and they kind of just pick the genre that they want to hear, whatever genre they're working. We have indie. We have like an indie genre, which would just be what that sounds like, you know, a little more singer-songwriter type of thing. Okay, good. No, that's uh, that's great. And I think it's it makes perfect sense to be focused on uh, several big music styles and have uh, a lot to offer there instead of just having uh, dozens of genres that may not be as requested as popular is there a way for the creators to connect directly for example a songwriter and an artist who came for a song or a songwriter who came for the music so how how does it look like is there any direct connection between the different parties for the creators yes there can be if the customer if the if the artist member wants to work with or Uh, wants to get in touch directly with the content partner, then we can facilitate that. Yes. Okay. Cool. But there isn't there isn't a way to do that on the site right now. In other words, that process isn't automated. But if somebody wants to do that, then they simply just ask us, just reach out, and we'll then we'll connect them. Of course, you want it to be everything to be happening through your website, but it's good that you still allow that. And if someone really liked songs by a particular songwriter i think it's really cool if they connect outside of rocket songs to for example support each other on social media by cross-posting and things like that so that's um, absolutely absolutely we encourage that very cool um what are the things you've been working on if anything 
Any big plans for 2020? Well, yes. There's a lot of there are a lot of plans. I almost don't even know where to begin. But the primary objective for 2020 is to really completely automate the songwriter content partner experience. So right now, the way a songwriter reaches out to us to get their songs on the site is a little cumbersome. And they just simply send us an email and then we we listen to their songs and, and get back to them and, and let them know what's available to them in terms of becoming a content partner. We are very close to having, we've had so much interest, Andrew, in people wanting to get their songs on the site because, you know, obvious reasons as Rocket Songs has grown, it's, the awareness has increased. And so a lot of people almost actually on a daily basis are saying, I want to put my songs up. This I'm not an artist that is looking for a song to record, but I've got a lot of songs that I want to put up on your site to try and get other artists to record. How do I do that? So what we're going to be launching, hopefully within the next two or three months, is a completely automated version of that process where somebody can just simply go to the site and they'll get walked through the entire process. And at the end of it, you know, their songs will get uh, quickly reviewed and they'll be their songs and uh, they'll be walked through the upload process and their songs will be up on the site in no time at all. So that's the most exciting thing that we're that we're looking forward to is involving the entire indie songwriter community in what we're doing. Yeah, that's, that's good. And I, this is why I started asking you about these parts of the process, because I know that so many of our listeners uh, will be interested in getting their songs up on the platform. I think it's good. I mean, if you still keep some, like have some quality control and filter out the songwriters that may not be there yet in terms of the quality just yet, then the more the more songs on the platform, uh, the more the artists can choose from. It's good for for everyone, and the the fact that you will have a better, uh, a more automated system for that. It sounds sounds great. We're linking to everything in the show notes, by the way. So maybe at the time someone is listening to us, it's already up there. Anything else you want to or can share with us on the plans? Well, we're we're going to be just. A major expansion here this year, and we've got some additional uh, you know, partners that are coming in. We've got conversations with all of our, uh, with a lot of the major music publishers in town that are interested in and in getting involved with what we're doing. So there's a 2020 is going to be a, just a tremendous year for our growth. We're going to be offering some additional uh, uh, distribution services through the site, uh, branding and marketing and and promotion uh, to go along with that for a lot of our artist partners. We're going to be, you know, just adding on some additional services, you know, that aren't currently there. So that's uh, there may be some uh, concierge or or A and R services that we add in. So there's going to be a lot of exciting things happening above and beyond. Hey, just come and find a great song. It all starts with that. It all starts with hey, let's find a great song and let's get to know one another and let's begin this process creating a product and creating a record. You know, that's what I always tell people is. You know, it's the fun part. It's the most fun part of this entire process of putting out a record. The most fun part is the beginning, is when you try to find a song or you're trying to write a song or you have to go find a song. Those are the only two things you can do. When you're going in to make a record, there's two ways to make it. One is you're going to either write or co-write or essentially write the music yourself, or you're going to find a song elsewhere. Maybe you're going to cover somebody's song that's a famous song some song that's already been out 
So because you want to get attention on YouTube or whatever. But whatever you decide to do, at some point, you're going to need a great original song. You're going to need to brand yourself with your own identity. And that's either going to be done by you sitting around and writing it yourself. And maybe you're a little new to the industry. Maybe you're just getting started. If you're just getting started, you're probably not an amazing, great songwriter. Like you just mentioned, some people aren't there yet. So if you're just getting started, but you're a really good singer, you could use a great song. So that's what we're there for is to say, hey, here are thousands of, of, of amazing songs in lots of different areas. Go find one. Find one and make it your own and do your own version of the song with your own system. And we'll be, we'll be there to help. And that's just how it starts. And from there, all these other things begin to happen. Marketing. Right now, what do I do? I've made a great record. I've got a great recording. Boy, that was fun. That was fun to do. There's no expectations of having to do anything other than find a great song. Once you've done that, now you've got to, what do you do? Now you have to release the project. Now you have to get it out there. So you're going to go to your platforms, your CD babies, your Spotify's, your your tune course, whatever it is, to try and get it distributed. And then you're going to need to kind of market it. And you're going to need to take it to social media. And you're going to need to brand it to try and create something around yourself that can generate some interest or some activity or some revenue or some money so that this hobby can maybe pay off for you in some way. So we want to get involved in a lot of those different kinds of things. Our main core business is obviously finding a great song. So many of these platforms out there, they don't help you with that. They just say, give us your money and give us your material and we'll put it out. Well, we're there at the front end to actually help you find a great song. And if you are interested in recording a song that somebody else wrote, and maybe that could lead into a collaboration with somebody, who knows? And then from that point forward, we're putting other team partners in place to help in some of those other areas. Very cool. And you, you do definitely a very unique thing. I don't, I cannot think of anyone else offering the same Uh, the same service so what you do is great and the mission is great really exciting about the plans on expanding and offering more services that makes a lot of sense for you and uh, for many of the musicians creatives who work with you i'm sure thank you a lot for sharing these uh, insights and the information with us today we all are looking forward to the developments of rocket songs so yeah thank you for the job you do here Oh, thanks, Andrew. It's been a pleasure to speak with you and your listeners. And uh, we look forward to giving you updates in the future when we go to the next level here with our, our mission here. We'll be sure to keep you uh, informed. Sounds like a plan. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan, once again. Really cool. Uh, and if you guys have uh, any feedback questions, you know what to do. Uh, you can just check out the platform and see if it's something that uh, you would be interested in as an artist or a songwriter. And yeah, so uh, as usual, keep an eye on uh, the uh, new episodes of Music Growth Talks. I recommend you subscribing via email at musicgrowthtalks.com. And if you want to support what I do this show and get access to Uh, a ton of exclusive material go to patreon.com forward slash andrew abanov and consider becoming a patron of mine and of uh, music growth talks thank you a lot and till next time you've been listening to music growth talks with andrew abanov find more episodes and subscribe at musicgrowthtalks.com